0: BTC is currently trading at roughly $8,360. BCH is currently trading at roughly $226. ETH is currently trading at roughly $184. LTC is currently trading at roughly $56. XMR is currently trading at roughly $54. XR P is currently trading at roughly 27 cents. B A T is currently trading at roughly 19 cents. X L M is currently trading at roughly 6 cents. Okay, everyone, I want to take a quick second to talk about Anchor. Anchor is a one stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who actually want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this advertisement. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. The Crypto Corner with your host, Crypto Kid. It is a huge deal. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. What's up everybody, Crypto Kid here, and today we have a great lineup of information for your ears, so strap in and let's talk crypto. On October 7th, John McAfee officially launched his open source decentralized exchange, being called McAfee Dex, for cryptocurrency traders around the world. The platform will require no KYC checks, will block no jurisdictions, and will charge a single fee of 0.25% for market taker trades. Any ERC-20 standard token on the Ethereum blockchain can now be added to the exchange for no fee. John McAfee has also stated that there will be no fees associated with listing coins with a native blockchain once that feature rolls out in the near future. McAfee is approaching possible regulatory problems by offering the creation of portals. A McAfee DEX portal is an exact copy of the website running via different hosts, And managed by different people or organizations. In this way, the decks will be accessible from many locations at all times, rendering the decks censorship free. McAfee also said that the speed of the decks had degraded slightly about an hour after the launch when several DDoS attacks were launched, but ultimately failed to sustain. On October 9th, the SEC issued an order that disapproved the proposed rule change filed by NYSE ARCA to list and trade shares of the Bitwise Bitcoin ETF Trust. The rule change proposal was published to the Federal Registrar back in February of this year, and in March, the SEC asked for more time to make a decision on the proposal. After an amendment was filed and published by NYSE ARCA in May, the SEC then asked for more time on August 12th, with October 13th, being the final deadline for the decision. The Order outlines the reasons why they disapprove the proposal, stating that NYSE ARCA has not met its burden under the Exchange Act and the Commission's rules of practice to demonstrate that its proposal is consistent with the requirements of the Exchange Act. In particular, the requirement that the rules of the National Securities Exchange be designed to prevent fraudulent and manipulative acts and practices. Bitwise says they appreciate the detailed, thoughtful, and invaluable feedback from the SEC, and that the feedback provides critical context and a clear pathway for ETF applicants to continue moving forward on efforts to list a Bitcoin ETF. On October 9th, UNICEF announced that they will become the first UN organization to embrace cryptocurrencies, stating that they now accept donations in the form of Bitcoin and Ethereum. When UNICEF receives a cryptocurrency donation, it won't liquidate it for a national currency, but rather hold onto the Bitcoin or Ethereum and send the funds to a charitable cause in that same tender. This method will maintain a transparent chain of custody across the donation process, and presumably, donors will be able to see how their contributions are dispersed to various initiatives. To avoid volatility and losing value between the time of a donation and a disbursement, UNICEF will only leverage the cryptocurrency donations for short-term programs, such as purchasing mosquito nets to prevent Ebola or sending food and water to areas struck by famine. Last summer, UNICEF launched the HopePage.org, a website you can visit and donate CPU hashing power to generate funds that are automatically donated to UNICEF Australia and used in 190 countries for the survival, protection, and development of all disadvantaged children in those countries. On October 9th, the IRS issued two new pieces of guidance for taxpayers who engage in transactions involving virtual currency. Expanding on guidance from 2014, the IRS issued additional detailed guidance to help taxpayers better understand their reporting obligations for specific transactions involving virtual currency. The new revenue ruling addresses common questions by taxpayers and tax practitioners regarding the tax treatment of a cryptocurrency hard fork. In addition, a set of FAQs has been released to address virtual currency transactions for those who hold virtual currency as a capital asset. The new guidance supplements the guidance issued by the IRS on virtual currency in Notice 2014-21. In that notice, the IRS applied general principles of tax law to determine that virtual currency is property for federal tax purposes. The IRS is also soliciting public input on additional guidance in this area. The IRS says the new guidance is part of a wider effort to assist taxpayers and to enforce the tax laws in a rapidly changing area. The Sacramento Kings announced on October 7th that they are launching a blockchain-powered token to power their predictive gaming app, called The Shot, which will be available in the upcoming NBA season. Through their partnership with Block Party, they plan to use blockchain technology to track fan engagement and accumulate points in a virtual wallet within each fan's Sacramento Kings app. Fans using the Call the Shot gaming experience within the app can earn rewards based on these points. Enrollment in the rewards program is free, and rewards are non transferable and have no monetary value. The rewards can be redeemed for prizes and unique events, including signed merchandise and courtside tickets. The partnership represents another first in the team's efforts to pave the way for technology innovation in sports. In 2014, the Kings became the first NBA team to accept Bitcoin as a payment in the arena. Last year, the Kings became the first professional sports team in the world to mine cryptocurrency and announced a charitable program, Mining for Good, that donates those funds to workforce development and training efforts in the community. On October 11th, the leaders of the USCFTC, the FCE Network, and the SEC issued a joint statement to remind people engaged in activities involving digital assets of their AML-CFT obligations under the Bank Secrecy Act. Among those AML-CFT obligations are the requirement to establish and implement an effective anti-money laundering program including fulfilling suspicious activity reporting requirements. The agencies explain that the nature of the digital asset related activities a person participates in will determine which agencies that person should register with as well as the other laws they need to comply with they stated that certain bsa obligations that apply to a broker dealer in securities mutual fund futures commission merchant or introducing broker such as developing an aml program or reporting suspicious activity apply very broadly and without regard to whether the particular transaction at issue involves a security or a commodity, as those terms are defined under the Federal Securities Laws or the CEA. Alright everybody, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for stopping by and I hope you have a great weekend. The Crypto Corner, with your host, Crypto Kid. It is a huge deal. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Produced on location at Chicken Valve Studio.